Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. Black History Month. I I don't even know where to start on this topic. It enrages me so much. I'm overwhelmed and there's so many mixed feelings. So I'm just going to cut to the point. Um I think it's I think it's I think it's pretty I think it's BS. I think that those that came before me were very excited to have it whenever we started doing this. I'm sure this meant a lot to my ancestors, relatives, that they would dedicate an entire month to us. But let's let's look at the logistics real quick, okay? Okay. Um, number one, it's the shortest month of the year. Now you can go ahead and say, oh, that was an accident or, you know, that's just a, uh, a, a coincidence. You can do that if you want to, but when they realized it was, why didn't we change it? Why couldn't we get a full month? Why couldn't it be the full month of January where we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr.? Probably because America didn't want to start their year off talking about Black folks all year long. Who knows, right? Um, the fact that it's one month, right? And before you say anything like, oh, well, other people don't get a month. There's no German American history. There's no Asian American history month. Uh, Hispanic history month is only one month as well. You know, stop being a crybaby or whatever. I hear you. I 100% hear you. But again, this is my take on my podcast. I'm going to tell you how I feel. Um, in response to that, and many, many other, be, before I even say what I'm about to say, like, yes, I understand uh, that all Americans help contribute to this country to be what it is today from the railroad system, from the factories. Like I understand the immigrants of all ethnicities help contribute to this country. However, <laughs> however, there would be no America as we know it had they not brought over the ridiculous amount of slaves that they did to build the foundation of this country. So it is somewhat of a slap in the face to say, all right, fine, we'll give you guys the shortest month of the year here. Now I could go on about how we need to incorporate more of all of American history into American history. And yes, I think that would eradicate the need to have Hispanic Heritage Month, um, Black History Month, Asian, German, Irish, um, everybody Heritage Month. Like I don't, I don't think that there should be one month or each one. I think that it should be incorporated into our curriculum in a better way that includes everyone's history. And so I live in Florida. And Ron DeSantis is governor. Ron DeSantis is a Republican, and I am an independent. I no longer rock the whole Democrat. Uh, I, I don't. I don't rock with them no more because there's some parts of what they believe in that is just literally enabling the poverty mindset, and 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 some of it is just it's it's pandering to a a. Um, it's going too much off the fucking deep end, right? 
And the same goes for Repub I don't even, don't get me started on Republicans um, or con like, but at the same time as a business owner, I have learned to understand where they are coming from when it comes to the way that we spend money. Because I do not think that everyone should be relying on the government. That mindset keeps you in this box of help me, I'm waiting for a check from the government, help me, life should be easier. And it doesn't serve you. It keeps you underachieving. It keeps you expecting for a pay raise to be the thing that saves you and, and you're not taking your life into your own hands. Um, entrepreneurship is filled with people who take matters into their own hands. And granted, we all can't, should not be entrepreneurs, but to um, encourage this idea that we should, God, I don't really wanna get into it. Either way, I'm not for team Republican or team Democrat, definitely independent. But Ron DeSantis, has recently made headlines um, because he, some silly stuff that he said basically about um, the college, the Department of Education or the college, I should probably Google this before I say <laughs> something wrong, I misstep. But anywho, Reader's Digest version, Florida is not, Florida colleges, Board of Education is not going to teach um, AP or African-American history honors. I think it's AP. And that caused an uproar because they said it wasn't historically accurate. Now, because I haven't looked at any of the curriculum, I don't know about the level of accuracy, but I do know that if there had been a little bit of concern for his black constituents or the people of color in this state, there might've been more said rather than, yeah, when they can get some historically accurate stuff on there, maybe we'll add it or or he doesn't see the point of it because we have a month of it. Like that was a real slap in the face. It's almost in alignment with a lot of the things that Donald Trump used to say, like, oh, you know, what do you guys have to lose? Like, it's just very insensitive. And it just shows that you're really only worried about your people that are voting for you. Like, we're not even going to pretend like you're here to people, please. And in that respect, I can see why uh, Republicans like some of their candidates like Ron or like Donald, because it's like, we're not here to people, please. This is what it is. But it also is what it is. And it's making it very clear that you don't give a fuck about us. Because if I, you, anyone else had been in that situation, we might be like, hey, I understand how important it is. And I do realize that we don't teach a lot of history. And I do realize, like, you know, provide some more insight besides just, yeah, when they come up with something better, maybe we'll consider it. So going back to why I think that Black History Month is a, is a, is a joke um, is because one, we only talk about the good stuff. We literally only talk about the Martin Luther Kings, the Rosa Parks, the happily ever afters. What we don't talk about, and the the reason why 2020 was such a hard year for America, the whole world was having it rough, but America was getting it in the ass, is because you have all of these kids, mostly white, um, who have no idea where all of this aggression is coming from, from Black America. They're on the other side of the, the coin thinking, and I've heard stuff like this, like, oh, must be nice to be Black and get automatic college money. The fuck? Oh, it must be Black and nice to be Black and have affirmative action and just get hired because you're Black. The fuck? Like they're seeing it from the side of their parents who also don't know much about their history. And for that reason, um, it's so hard for us to understand each other. Now, I'm assuming we don't teach it because it's no one wants to admit, yeah, 
oh snap, we're just two, three family, three generations away from slave owners. Nobody wants that to come to the light. But what's done in the dark will always come to the light. And we're doing our, our, our community, our country a disservice by trying to act like slavery was just this misunderstanding that lasted for too long. And here comes Abe Lincoln to save the day. And look, now the slaves are free. And look, now they can vote. And now they can do everything. And look, Brock's president, boom, Black history. That's essentially what Black history here is in the United States. Now, I'm thankful for my father, even though he's a little, you know, like, he can get real deep and real passionate about black history. But um, my dad made sure I grew up watching movies like Panther, not Black Panther from Marvel, but Panther. It may be very hard for you to find this movie, but I highly, highly recommend if you love me, if you listen to my shows, if you support me, please, 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 whether it's on YouTube, I don't care. Find the movie Panther and watch it. It will, it will rip your heart out. It will make you be like, I, I remember watching movies like this and going to school the next day and looking at my white friends and being like, how could they? But also knowing that it wasn't their fault. And as a result, I, I learned and I had to mature at a very young age with wisdom that most kids my age didn't have. And we're depriving our, our whole community, our whole citizens of the United States, that ability to have empathy. Because I can understand now why, uh, when people protest, why? Right. And I can understand why when my friends that are white are like, I don't understand why you guys are so mad. I know you don't get it because no one's told you. You really honestly don't get it. And granted, we can say it's up to people to educate themselves, which it very much is. But if you didn't even know that there was something that you should know, how would you know to go find it? Especially when your life has been handy dandy, donkey, hunky dory. What reason would you have to look that up? Unless, of course, you have a black friend, unless, of course, you come across, you stumble across it and now you're intrigued. But the amount of people that that actually happens to is so slim. And that's how we are where we are now. So <laughs> Panther, please go check that movie out. And if you're wondering what it is, it's the story of the Black Panther Party and how it actually started and how it started as basically like a neighborhood watch because there was a, there was no stop sign in the hood right? And they were running stop signs and kids were dying. People were dying in this neighborhood and nobody was doing anything about it. So the, the men of the community decided that they would start doing, they would be crossing guards basically. And if you think that this is a game, for those of you that watched Umbrella Academy second season, when Allison went back to the sixties, that junk is real. Yes. They used to do horrible things to us. And so if you can imagine and just just for the hell of it, just to be evil, just to be nasty, just to be not good people, okay? So if you can imagine, just go watch the movie. I don't want to ruin it for you. But it got to the point where our men had to start walking around armed because the police, as you can see, um, weren't weren't with this whole, oh, you guys are organizing, Negroes organizing? Well, that could be a problem. That could be an uproar. And they did everything they could to break the spirit of our community, right? And so if you can now connect the dots, do me a favor, right? Imagine what it was like in this country for new slaves to be free, but to always be in a state of knowing at any given time, somebody white can say that they you, you ran away, you're their property. Or, well, I killed that nigger and it doesn't matter. No one cares. No one's going to fight for you. No one's gonna put that person on trial. You're just a dead nigger, nobody cares right? So this is what 
our people grew up in. And since we are so much more awakened, and since we now understand the effects of trauma and what it does to the nervous system, can you imagine being a descendant or someone who escaped slavery and, and was hiding out in swamps, mosquito-filled swamps, snakes, all kinds of things in the South to get to the North only to be up there and have continued obstacles? The amount of perseverance that those people went through to get to what I have today is insane. Knowing, let me, I, I don't wanna stay there for too long, cause I will. Let's just jump to, you know, let's say the fifties or the sixties or even the 1900s where, yeah, we're free, but again, it doesn't matter. If somebody wants to say that you raped them, Emmett Till, guess what? Your child can be ripped from you, dismembered, uh, barbed wire tied around him and, and drowned and nobody freaking cares. Okay, to know that at the drop of a dime, someone can accuse your son, your husband of doing something they didn't do and you can't do anything about it. Can you please for one second with me experience what that must be like to know that you birthed this man into this world that could be hung from your front yard without, um, you know, for no reason at all. That happened to my great grandmother, by the way to know that no matter what like you like there is there is a system that is created that doesn't allow you to get loans for your houses or makes it hard for you to get a better job and and people can say oh well everything's equal now i'm like i need you to i need you i need you to study history i need you to understand and know how new these liberties and these new rights are and i need you to understand how this the generation of people that were cops that were taking fire hoses and hosing people down with that freaking that, that the force of water that comes from a fire hose that generation of people is literally like your grandfather or your father it's so close and so for kids today to act to, to to not be able to connect the dots and see just how damaged the black community has been for 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 oh where are all the men why are there so many single women well when Here's another movie you should watch, Malcolm X. When your husband can be tied to the train tracks and ran over by a train and they deny your insurance claim telling you that it was suicide, why the fuck, how does someone tie themselves up and throw themselves in front of a train? We're not even gonna discuss that. These are things that we knew could happen at any given time and there's nothing you can do about it. Imagine with me for a second, growing up knowing that this is your reality that you hope to make it out alive. You hope your husband goes to work and doesn't you know, get accused of something. The hope that your son um, doesn't get killed for whistling at a white lady. Like this is, these are the realities. And, and me bringing those stories to life, these are not isolated incidents. And I think that that's the biggest part that this is why talking about the history needs to be a thing because those are not isolated incidents. That was how it was in America. When I was in elementary school, one of my close friends, he was a child actor. He was in a movie called Rosewood. Look up Rosewood, Rosewood, Florida. And in that town, the lady, the, the sheriff's wife, she was getting abused by the sheriff. He whooped her ass one day. She was crying. She was sad. She decided to go and accuse a black man of raping her. So they went on a freaking town-wide massacre, uh, finding, try, just killing black folks, killing men, hanging men because of this woman who told a lie. My friend was in that movie. And if it hadn't been for my friend being in that movie, I wouldn't have known that happened. That's in my state. 
Akoi, there's an Akoi massacre spelled O-C-O, hold on, Akoi, O-C-C-O-E-E. I'll leave it in the in the show notes. Akoi massacre about when we, this was like in the 60s, was it? Or maybe it was 60 years ago. It was very recent. Um, a massacre that happened here. Akoi is not too far from Orlando. Um, you can go ahead and look up that massacre. There's so many things that have happened. Oh, Black Wall Street. Are you familiar with Black Wall Street? If you're not, go ahead and Google Black Wall Street. Oh, other things that you can look up will be things like um, red lining or red zoning, where they made it very hard for us to get loans, um, where we couldn't buy houses in neighborhoods that you know were predominantly white. So many things in place. And when people don't understand what systemic racism is, this is why we have so much disagreements. This is why we have so much misunderstanding and so much animosity, because there are people that don't want to hear the horrible things that this country did to the people that helped build their country. Like, what a way to treat their ancestors, what a way to treat the people that built the country. And no, we're not going to talk about it because that makes us feel uncomfortable. That makes the children feel uncomfortable. Well, for fuck's sake, I'm pretty sure Emmett Till's mom felt real uncomfortable to know what happened to her kid. We can't keep doing this like, well, if it's not pretty, it doesn't, it doesn't, we don't want to talk about it. That's how social media is. Well, this is, I want a pretty perfect feed because if people know what's really going on, what will they think of me? And that is the spirit of America. For fuck's sake, in Germany, they at least own up to, hey, the Holocaust was actually pretty bad. We were wrong. We're sorry. Here, we'll, you know, like, but in America, it's like, no, just deal with it. Yeah, that man was a racist, but we need his statue here. You guys got a whole month. It's fine. Like, chill. So this is why I don't like Black History Month, because all they do is parade the highlights of Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, some people don't even know the, the story of the Tuskegee Airmen, right? Some people don't know about how they were testing um, us with syphilis and all kinds of diseases, like if we just had these bodies that couldn't do... <sighs> wow, I, I, I can't, I can't. Like it just, it breaks, I, I can't even believe that I have to make an episode like this, but I want you guys to know where I'm coming from and why as an African-American business owner, I'm not uh, uh, an, an influencer, if you will. I'm not flooding my feed with African-American history because, well, for one, I'm gonna wait till I have a bigger platform and y'all can, it can reach more people and it do more good too. I'm talking about it here on my podcast three because I have to think about, is it really going to, get the desired outcome that I want. I've learned that I have to be strategic in the changes that God wants, the mother nature, mother earth, father God and mother earth, that they have brought me into this world to help be a catalyst for. It's not gonna do good if I just get up on a soapbox and start screaming, this country's racist, that doesn't work. That's why I wrote that speech the way that I did so that I could communicate a message without hammering it into the club. Hey, you guys have some old ways that need to be changed. You have to be strategic. You have to use your gifts. God's given me the gift of communication. So I'm going to communicate better as opposed to just flooding y'all's feed with a whole bunch of stories that either make you stop watching me for the month of February because it's too much, or you just tune me out altogether and think I'm just some loud, crazy, angry black woman. No. I gotta be strategic so that you listen. You ever listen to the Fugees? That's where Lauren Hill started out. One of their songs, oh my God, I can't remember what it was called, but she, I love that song. She was at the end of it, she goes, even after all my logic and my theory, I add a motherfucker so you ignorant niggas hear me. 
And what she meant by that is like, dude, I'm spitting fire to you guys, but you guys won't even hear it. Why? So let me let me throw a MF in there so that you, you know, you can listen, you know, so that you'll you'll, you know, that that that, that you can listen, you know, that you'll be able to receive it. Forgive me for my stuttering right now. I'm literally trying to look up the name of um of that album or that song. I've done a lot of um it's not ready or not, it's not killing me softly. Ugh, such a good, such a good song. But it, it started off with one of those, uh, it's a remake song, right? You know the song, I Only Have Eyes For You? La, 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 boom, boom, la, 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 la. Such a good song. Um, I'm going to find it for you guys right now, though, because it was, it was, that drunk was so, it was, a, it was fire. It was fire. But literally, I have to be more strategic with how I, do music so that you guys can so that you can hear me um dang it in the show notes i'll have the name of it because i'm not i don't know which one it is <sighs> i think it's zealots or maybe it's the score it's probably zealots we'll see anywho so guys that's why i'm not celebrating black history month that's why i don't make a big deal about it it's not that i don't love my people i love my people so much but i know that in order for me to make the change or to create the change and to do the things that i was put here to do i have to be more strategic than just rah, 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 black rights rah, rah, you know like and, and then also i'm not just here for the black folks i'm here for the women folks i'm here for anyone whose voice um is not being heard because my voice is pretty loud and if i want to keep being heard i got to be a little bit more methodical than just being all crazy and loud for the month of february and then losing a bunch of people because i wasn't being strategic and methodical so um that that's my little two cents on black history month and i've given you guys a ton of references that i hope that you go look up and i'll leave some more in the show notes so until next time guys this is Coach Bonds, Boss Life with Bonds. I hope you got some value from this and I hope that it has expanded your mind. Um, I feel like most of my listeners already knew a majority of what I was saying, but you can share this episode with someone who maybe doesn't quite understand. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you more than you understand. I'll see you next time. Well, you'll hear me next time. Okay, peace.